So a lot of people waking up this morning and finding out something that seemed debatable for five days has happened with the ultimate finality. And John Tory handed in his letter of resignation. His last day in office will be tomorrow. He'll walk out the door at 5 p.m. I suppose probably as a courtesy, they'll send him home in, in a city car. But he will be a private citizen. And I cannot imagine what it's going to be like for John Tory to wake up on Saturday. No appointments, no meetings. Um, you know, nobody calling to press his ear on some incredible pressing issue. Joe Warmington from the Toronto Sun joins us right now for some thoughts on the end of the Tory era and how it all ended. Joe, it's always good to have you. Good morning. Yeah, good morning to you as well. And I know you were there yesterday. Uh, it does have that kind of reflections of what we went through a few years back with uh, with Rob Ford and Obviously, like that time, uh, you know, you don't feel too good about it because we all know John Tory very well. And you hate to see, you know, somebody that you, you like and respect go out like this. Well, and I think you're right in comparing it to everything that happened during the Ford years. It's because there's the personal story and then there's all the political ramifications. But you always tend to approach these things very compassionately through the lens of it being a personal story. And you and I were just talking yeah. before going on the air about how John just looked deflated, old and isolated yesterday and it was really sad to see because i think we're both very fond of john tory absolutely i mean that was what my biggest concern was is just how he looked and i knew right there seeing him that he was defeated and you know he would be leaving i mean we were you know all kind of like you say speculating that he might try to stick around i know that we you and i kind of talked a little bit on sunday when i put that tweet out about six in the morning that he wouldn't surprise me if he changed his mind on this. And, of course, that kind of happened. I mean, he did uh, do this uh, slowly to get through the budget. And I think he would have gone further. Uh, I really do think that the Christian Freeland quote was the only public figure in, in, in uh, you know, the political sphere or anywhere else that really demanded that he leave. She said it was necessary that he leaves. And, uh, and so, you know, I think that was a contributing factor because obviously the you still got to deal with that staff and all that staff, you know, people like that behind the scenes, not just the, the peacocking, if you will, of the politicians and people that like him to stay. And so there it is. Um, you know, it was just too hard a road for him. And, but you're right from the personal point of view. Um, you know, I, I was most concerned about his health. I still am. Uh, you don't want to see somebody that served so long and done so much. Everybody forgets all the charity he's done over the years. That's how I, I met him. When I was doing Night Scrawler, call him back in the day, I'd be at a lot of charity events, and he was at every one. He was always serving. So, you know, yes, this is a mistake, but this is a really good person who's done a lot of good here. Let's listen to that clip from Christia Freeland. You're right. It was not only her saying, no, I'm being inaccurately quoted and saying I'm backing John Tory staying on. It was kind of withering. So let me be absolutely clear and categorical. Uh, the story that was published yesterday is wholly untrue and not accurate. Okay, and then she went on to say he must absolutely leave. So, Joe, I mean, you've been following the life of this city for a long time. I don't think we're necessarily in a crisis, but this is a rude interruption, and it's going to be months before we actually have a mayor and a new agenda and a new crew at City Hall. So where do you see things going? Well, there's no 
adult in the room, if you will, um, than John Tory was that up until the word came out that he'd had that you know, relationship inside of his own office. And so we don't know. The ball's in the air. Uh, you mentioned that Gil Pinalosa, that's the 15-minute city kind of guy. If we get that, you, you heard with Premier Ford, I mean, he's terrified of that. And then, you know, this is also interesting because this is a name recognition lottery now, whoever gets this. This is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity where you don't have to raise $2 million to go and get this job. And there's all kinds of people you might hear, like a, someone like a, a Steve Ryan on CP24 is so popular. If somebody like that throws their name in, you could end up with a name recognition mayor. You just because just the politicians think that they're well-known and people are really tuned into it doesn't mean it's going to work like that. And that's what you have to watch for. Okay, this, you, uh, let me ask you, though, are you pulling that name out of the air or has Steve Ryan whispered in your ear? No, I, I just giving an example okay. of uh, people have mentioned that I've seen that name on, on Twitter, uh, but there may be other people like that. What I'm trying to illustrate is that this is not straightforward for the politicians because right. it's uncharted waters. And, you know, like there's some really good counselors there. But, you know, when you, you mentioned Josh Matlow or Brad Bradford, people like that, you know, the public will decide this and they're going to look at it and it's going to be very interesting to see what they do. And we learned that with the Rob Ford situation. So I'm just throwing that out there that this is not straightforward politics anymore. Thanks a lot, Joe. Thanks for being up early too. Yeah, it was really, really good to hear from you. And uh, you know what? Uh, our best to, to John Tory in the future endeavors um, because, like I said, he has done an awful lot for the city. So I hope he can find some way to get past this on a personal level.